Good evening, everyone. This is Melinda Russell with Women in Motorsports, live from Kalamazoo, Michigan. We are excited to be with you tonight. The weather in Kalamazoo is awesome. It's great racing weather, so we're hoping it holds out for the weekend, although the rain is in the forecast. So we're all going to cross our fingers for some good weather for this weekend for everybody. Um, there's some big races going on around Kalamazoo area. You can hear more about those tonight later on. Um, the Midwest Compact Show at 8 o'clock, and again tomorrow night on Twist Network, Twist Talk Live, which airs at 7 o'clock tomorrow night, same station as you're listening to me here. So put those shows on your calendar and be sure to listen in and hear what's going on at Angola and Galesburg and Kalamazoo and who knows who else they're going to have. They always have some good surprise guests. So um, we're waiting for our guests to arrive. We just had a little technical issue, no big deal. We, we're all learning this uh, system. It's a little different than what most of us are used to. So in the meantime, um, I wanted to make sure you knew that we were being sponsored and brought to you by the International Women's Motorsports Association. It was founded in November of 2017. Just a minute here, I'm getting a message. All right, so she's gonna be here with us soon. So I gotta talk fast to get my com my commercial in. So we were founded in November of 2017, and our mission is to celebrate and connect women involved in any type of motorsport, anywhere in the world, of any age, uh, in any capacity. So it's not just drivers. I get a lot of questions about it being for drivers. No, it's not just for drivers, it's for the mom of a driver. It's for this. It's for sisters. It's for dads. It's for sponsors. It's for the concession stand lady who's worked at your track nonstop for ten years. It's the ticket taker, the fifty-fifty sellers. <clears throat> it could be the track owner or the promoters. So it's not just for drivers. In fact, we just came out with our July magazine, and we've got some great stories in there. If you uh, want to get a free copy of the magazine, all you have to do is go to racinggirlsrock.com, put your email address in, and you will receive a free copy of the magazine. It's a digital magazine. You can print it, you can download it, you can share it as many times as you want. We want everyone out there to read the magazine. This month, we have a great story on Denise Daycheck Engel. She is the flagger for the ARCA series. <clears throat> Excuse me. I met Denise through Facebook. We became friends. I met her in person at Michigan International Speedway. And then I'm going to see her on Saturday at Berlin. She'll be flagging the ARCA race in Berlin on Saturday. She's an amazing woman. Um, she's got a great story. One of the things I asked her was, have you ever dropped the flag she said, no, I haven't, but if I did, I'd have to jump down after it. I asked her, why was that? And she said, because if you drop the flag, you're fired. So thank goodness she has a good hold on those flags. She's a, she's a great person, and it, it's a really cool story. I've got a story in there about the DeGroote girls, um, Sydney and Keely, Kylie. I, I'm sorry, I can't remember exactly uh, how she pronounces her name. But uh, they're young girls. They're seven and nine years old, and they race little sprint cars. And uh, cute, cute story about and some of the answers that kids give compared to what answers adults give for 
for different questions. So um, get on racinggirlsrock.com. Put your email address in. I'm not going to send you a bunch of spam email. Just put your email address in and you'll get the magazine each month for the next few months. So um, Berlin's coming up this weekend. Like I said, I'm excited about that. Kalamazoo will be racing on Friday. Galesburg will be racing on Saturday. Um, <clears throat> so I'm sure most of you are going to be going to your local track. Why don't you, you know, you can talk to me. You can ask questions of me with the chat. I'm trying to fix it on my computer here. So um, if you have any questions about the International Women's Motorsports Association or um, if you know a woman or a girl, young girl who loves racing, would make a great story either here on the, on the radio to be interviewed or in our magazine, either one, just uh, either send me a um, message on Facebook. You can put it in the chat here on the show and we would love to connect with the women in your life that you think deserve to be connected and celebrated on our show. <clears throat> so let me check here and see if Kylie's um, here yet. So not quite yet. So hang on here a second. Sorry, folks. You know, technology is great when it's perfect. I have yet to find any kind of platform that's perfect and works great all the time. <clears throat> so um, you have to bear with us a little bit and you might just have to listen to me talk to you for a minute or two. So if you're listening out there, it looks like we have 15 people or so that are on. Um, hopefully, why don't you um, ask me some questions or better yet, why don't you tell me what are some questions that you would like me to ask our guest? So why don't you type those in the message box? And let's see if you can come up with some really good questions. You know, I ask the same questions pretty much every week, but I'd love to know what are some things that you would like to know from our guest? She's a young girl. She races in California and, um, <clears throat> we're going to learn more about her when she when she joins us. She's having a little bit of computer problems. So we'll go back to the magazine for a minute then, and I'm going to share with you that we have a story about Lauren Fultner. She races a, a little, I think they call it a box car. Uh, she races some kind of cart, which is cool. Um She's she's a great young gal, and I enjoyed reading her story and, and sharing it with um, all of you. Then we have uh, a girl that's been racing. Uh, she's in her ninth year, so we're going to call her a veteran, but I believe she's only 18 years old. And so <clears throat> to be a veteran, she started at nine, and she's a, a midget racer, and her name is Annie Breidinger. So she's in the magazine this month. We have a Michigan gal from Muskegon. Her name is Ashley Baker. And she shared her race story with us. <clears throat> Just a second, folks. All right. I think my guest is here. You won't have to listen to me talk much longer. So anyway, get on to RacingGirlsRock.com. Put your email address in, and I'll send you a free copy of the magazine. And then you can share it um, with everyone that you want to. So. 
Uh, I think Larry said that my guest is here. Kylie, are you there? There she is. Hi, sorry about that. I, uh, Google Chrome wasn't working on my MacBook. I've never downloaded it, so. <laughs> okay, well, Chrome's a great, uh, it's a great platform to use if you have a MacBook. So you're going to want to keep that on your computer. It's, yeah. it's a, I use it all the time. So um, is it, tell me how you pronounce your first name, because I've, I've butchered it probably a couple of times already. Uh, no worries, it's Kylie. Kylie, well, that's what I said, so that's good. I, I kind of thought it was Kylie, but I wanted to be sure I had it right. So Kylie, the first thing I want you to do, is, if you will, just tell us a little bit about yourself, how old you are, where you live, and how long you've been racing. Okay, um, well, I'm 19 years old. I turned 20 in about two weeks. Um, so I grew up in the country in uh, Northern California, Woodland, um, in between Woodland and Yuba City. Um, I grew up riding horses, go-karts, dirt bikes, quads, mostly anything I can get my hands on to. Um, uh, but yeah. Okay. And it, what part of California is that? Is that the Northern part? Yeah, up by Sacramento area. Okay, that's what I thought. So uh, Pla is it Placerville or Placerville? Placerville. So I started racing in Placerville about a year ago. So this is going to be my official uh, rookie year. Okay. <laughs> um, so I'm currently six in points. And uh, I'm racing a limited late model. And I have about 13 races. And then we just got a sport mod, an IMCA sport mod we've been racing. Um, and... Yeah, we've just been doing that every weekend. <laughs> okay, sounds like a, good, a fun thing to be doing in the summer. So what would you consider that your home tra hometown track is now then? I would consider Placerville. That was the first track I've ever been on. It's uh, Placerville is such a great place. It has great facilities. You know, when you come there, it is, it's like home. I have a, like a feeling of home every time I come there. It's, That's nice. It really That's is. Nice. It's always a great time. Every time we go to the races there, it's, just like coming home. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what you yeah. want. You want to you want to feel comfortable, especially if you're racing a car. So I have a grandson. Oh, that, yeah. I have a grandson that lives in Placerville. So I'm going to have to come out there and uh, pay pay you a visit and pay him a visit. That would be a lot of fun to do that. That would be awesome. Yeah. I so, I, I'm going to put that on my list of things to do. So. Um, so it's a limited late model is is the one that you race the most or do you spend about an equal amount of time between the cars um it's really an equal amount now so it started out is i really wanted to get into sprint car racing but i just didn't really want to jump into like a full-blown like 360 sprint so it started out with going to the track with my cousin uh tim he had a vcra midget light sprint car and uh it has a 1000 cc engine in it and I would crew chief him every weekend, and I really just was like, I want to drive it one day. So he, he jumped, uh, he let me get in it, and uh, I didn't really have much power, so I didn't really have much seat time in it. And I was like, I really want like a full blown like late model. I want one of those full size cars. Mm -hmm. So we went and got one. But the problem with that is, Placerville they cut back the races, so we only have like ten races a year. And I was talking to my dad, you know, I was like, I can't have. 10 races a year. I need more seat time. I need, I want to be at the track every single weekend. I don't care what track it is. I want to be, I want to be at the dirt track anywhere I can be. So 
So then we had to go get the IMC sport mod and just so I can get my feet wet in that. Any class I can be, any racing I can be in. Um, so then we started racing that on the off weekends. And then I got asked by Mayhem Motorsports to ask um, to race a micro sprint. Okay. And I started doing that. And now we're going to be running the rest of the season in a micro sprint just to get my feet wet and until I get really experienced and I really get a feel for the car. And yeah. then we're going to be yeah. to a, a 360 sprint next year. So this is really your second year of racing, then, is that right? You just started last year? Yes, I had uh, about six or five races under my belt last year. Okay. So who helps with you? Who helps you with your car, like uh, the maintenance and the the setup and everything? Are you learning how to do that, or who else does it? I learned a little bit here and there. Um, my dad and my uncle are my like sole survivors. Those guys are my everything. Without them, I could not do any of this. They Every weekend, they work their butt off all week long, working on the car, making sure it's A1, ready for the racing. Um, I really couldn't do it without them. My dad and my uncle are so much help to us. They set the car up. They teach me about it. Um, they don't let me work on the engine. I've asked a few times. I don't get to work on the engine. That's like the guy stuff. I get to do like the cosmetic damage, like the bars. I get to straighten out the metal pieces. That's what my job is. When I bend them, they're like, you need to straighten those out. <laughs> and I think I changed the oil. I helped change the oil once. And they're like, no, no, we got it. We can do it. All right. <laughs> so they basically want you to be hands off on the maintenance of the car and just drive it the engine yeah they're they're all about the engine i don't get to touch it but i'm hoping i can get to learn a lot more about it i'm learning the setup and everything about the car and how it really drives more than anything they really just want me focusing on the track not much yeah. mechanical issues well that's okay so, One thing yeah so, exactly What's so far since you haven't raced too many races yet, but what's been your proudest or most memorable moment so far in your racing career? Um, you know, I don't have much experience under my belt, so I can't say like I've won a big race yet because this is still my rookie year, but we are hoping to get a win this year under my belt and really get out there. But, you know, I think I pulled in a third um, in my heat race last weekend, and which was pretty good for me. I was reading, I was uh, leading half the race, so that was pretty exciting for me. You know, leading the race was like new, it was exciting. Um, and then uh, I raced a micro sprint two weeks ago, and I started dead last because we had mechanical issues in the heat race. So then I started from dead last, and I like was passing cars. I was like doing amazing. First time ever in a micro sprint. Never raced one before. I got fifth fastest on the track, so that was like a huge accomplishment for me. Like first time ever being in the car, um, and I did really well. I was passing cars left and right, um, and I was like, I was getting there. So that's awesome. So, yeah. <clears throat> what is it that you enjoy about racing? What drew you to want to be a race car driver? Well, you know, from a little kid, my dad would bring me to the dirt track and Cycleland Speedway in Chico. And I grew up at the racetrack with racing my whole life. Um, I grew up listening to stories from my dad and my uncle um, with their crazy racing stories. So that really like intrigued me. Um, and every weekend the NASCAR races would be on. So we'd always be watching NASCAR racing. If there was racing on TV, it would be on our TV and we'd be barbecuing. It, I think it always brought us together and it was always like a family thing. It was always really fun. Um, but racing, like, 
going to the track is like the best day. Like it's always fun. It's always like the best experience. Like everything about race day when we go to the track, we have everybody there, family, friends. It's just like it's it's a really good time every time. But I got started in it. Huh? I said yes. It is. It is. And I, so when he would take me to Cycling Speedway to watch the Outlaw Carts, you know, I was gonna get in one. I was really preoccupied with like sports and uh, horses. I was I rode horses as a kid a lot when I was younger. And then my cousin, he would take me to the dirt track, like I said, and I started crew chiefing for him. And then I really got to know when I was older, like the dirt track racing like world. I got to know all about it. And I was just like, I was blown away. I was amazed. Um, and then my dad and my uncle took me to my first NASCAR race when I was like 15 years old. And I was blown away. I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. Like cars are going like 200 miles an hour. This is the best thing ever. And I was just amazed. So I was like, this is what I want to do one day. I was like, I want to be in a race car. I don't care where I'm at, what track. I want to be racing like every weekend. I was like, this, this is the coolest thing. So I was just, it's always been like a fun thing to all of us. So it's just, I don't know. I just love it. That's great. So now, what are your car numbers and how did you choose the numbers? Well, me and my dad went back and forth with this one. So when I first bought the car, um, it was 96, and I ran 96 for the first uh, five races. And then um, I had my dirt bike, and my dirt bike number was 86. And I was like, and my dad's racing number back in his days of racing was 89. So I chose 86 just because I was like, you know what? It's close to 89, and it's similar to 96, and I liked it. And we just rolled with it. <laughs> that sounds like a Keep those numbers. Yeah, so I chose those for all my cars. That's good. Awesome. So now, what are your goals for racing? I heard you say you just want to race and you love racing. Um, well, you're 20 years old, 19 years old? 19. Okay. Uh, well, I, goals? I truly, I want to go to the top. I mean, I started out with this, with getting my feet wet. I was like, we're going to start out in a late model, and I'm going to get to know the car, I'm gonna learn it, I'm gonna I'm gonna win a race and I'm gonna get good in this car, I'm really gonna master it and then I'm gonna work my way up. But I didn't wanna get in a full blown sprint car, I didn't wanna buy a sprint car and then go out there and total it and just not like it. And not. So I was like, I'm gonna get used to racing, get to know everything I can and then work my way up. And so far it has been working, you know, big thanks to Mayhem Motorsports. He hooked me up with a ride to get my feet wet with a sprint car and really get to know that car and get some seat time in that. And then I really want to work my way up to like a full blown 410 sprint and race every weekend sprint car racing. So next year we're going to go, um, once we're going to transition over to sprint car racing, I'm going to truly just focus on um, racing a 360. And then maybe in a couple of years, I really want to transition over to asphalt racing and work my way up as far as I can go. I want to work my way up to the top. I don't know. I'm not going to stop. I'm going to work hard. I'm dedicated. I'm going to work my butt off until I get there. <laughs> that's that. We should probably write your name down and say, this is somebody we need to watch in the future. So yeah, are, you, are there other women or girls that race against you where you race or in other classes at your track? There is a couple of girls in other classes, in the sprint car classes, there is another girl, uh, but there's no girls in the late mode class. I'm the only girl. Okay. okay. 
So do you, are you kind of, do you hang with the girls or everybody's just, nobody cares that it's a girl or not. It's, you're just a race car driver. How do people I, feel about that? Um, you know, I have a lot of respect from the boys now. Um, just being a driver out there and I consider myself just a driver. I want to be looked at just like a driver. I don't want to be looked at as like the girl driver. I just mm -hmm. want to be another driver out there. Cause as soon as I put my helmet on, nobody knows. Right. So I think it was Erica Enders that said, when you get in the race car, the car doesn't know if you're a man or a woman. It just knows that, it, you know, you're just a driver. So that's that's good that um, you're treated equally and, and not discriminated against or pampered because you're a girl. Because you want to be yeah. able to race and, and be competitive with them. So exactly. I don't want to be any special right. treatment. Exactly. If you had a, a mom come up to you with a young girl, her daughter, and they ask you if you thought they should get involved in racing, what would you tell them about why it's good or bad to be involved? You know, I, well, I think racing is really good. And I think it's a really good environment for kids. And I would consider it, I would tell them, go for it. Every chance they can be in a car. I, I love seeing little girls in race cars. Like that is what makes me so happy. And we were at the track a couple um, couple races ago and uh, it was super funny because one of my fellow racers that I raced with in the late model was boy and his little sister came over to my car and he, she was like my biggest fan that night. She thought it was so cool that another girl drove and then I thought this was the cutest thing. The absolute cutest thing, it blew me away. She's like, I'm gonna be in one of these cars one day. And it lo I looked at that little girl, I was like, oh my God, I was like, I hope to see you in this race car one day, I wanna watch you race. And she was asking for my autograph and I was like, oh my God, and she came to me when her big brother was a race car driver too. I just thought that was the cutest thing. That That is, that's the nice thing about you women that are in racing, is you can set such a good example and kind of blaze the trail for the younger ones behind, you know, behind you. I was just in Eldora last weekend for the Kings Royal big sprint race. And there's no women in that, in the world of outlaws. And it surprises me that there isn't a woman racing in that series because there's no reason why there couldn't be. And so yeah. somebody needs to um, jump on those kind of cars and get up to that series so that we, we have some female people racing that. And, and even in the, in the pits, like in the trailer area, usually when we go to a race, there's a lot of women, even if they're not driving, that are with, you know, the teams. And there just were not a lot of women in the pits. I, you know, I know it was hot and everything, but um, I, I was surprised. I thought there would be more females as part of those teams. So that was surprising to me. So yeah, now, can yeah. you tell me, what do you do when you're not racing? Do you work? Do you go to school? What what so, so, what comp? You know what takes up your time when you're not racing? Well, I'm pretty a busy girl. A lot of my family and friends always try to hang out with me. I'm, like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, but I so I moved out of my house a couple years ago, um, and I moved down to Hollister, California, right by Santa Cruz and Monterey, and I work for the city here at the fire department. And I work under, um, and I do all their paperwork. I'm their admin. Uh, and then, so I do that from eight to five. That's my Monday through Friday job. And then um, 
On my downtime, usually after work, I'm um, I'm at a gym. I'm at my cold storage CrossFit gym. I'm here like every day. This is like my second family. <laughs> um, and super fun. And then uh, so they train me and they help me stay fit for racing because you cannot do this without being fit and in shape. So yeah. and then I, uh, yeah, I'm currently going to uh, EMT school and then uh, I will be going to the fire academy next year. And then hopefully be hired on as a full-time firefighter just on my downtime from racing. You know, that's that's going to pay the bills to get me at the racetrack and really good hours. So they'll be perfect. Yeah, that's a great, that's a great career to have. So now, have you ever heard of McKenna Hassey? I have. I actually follow her on Instagram. Okay. she uh, She's an amazing athlete. I actually know her and have watched her race. And she would be a great person for you to connect with because, um, yeah, she's a busy gal too. She does all kinds of crazy, you know, stuff. She she's involved in everything at her school, and and she works out like a mad woman. But uh, she'll tell you the same thing that you just said. You've got to be fit awesome. and in shape to race. So, um, absolutely, reach out to her and tell her you were on the radio show, and sh she's been on, and she'll know. She'll know who you're who you're talking about. I will. I definitely will. Why don't you tell tell us something about yourself that nobody knows? Or a few know. You know, I'm pretty an open book to a lot of people. Once they get to know me, I really open up to a lot of people. So um, you know, a lot of people, if they just look at my Instagram or if they look at my social media, they weren't they probably wouldn't know, like as a young kid, I was really involved with a lot of wildlife and a lot of animals. Um, we used to rehabilitate like wildlife, um, raccoons, squirrels, deer, owls. We had all sorts of different kinds of wild animals we'd rehabilitate and release back into the wild. So I think a lot of people just looking at my social media, they probably would never like even see that. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. That's it, right? <laughs> I don't know. I gotta think about that one. Well, I'm yeah, gonna. I mean, listen, what are your what do your friends think about you racing? Do any of them I'll have any interest? Do they come and watch? Oh yeah, they come all the time. I'll have crowds of people, friends. I'll give them hats to wear, and they'll all come. Um, they love racing. Uh, they love coming to watch me race. It's pretty exciting for them. They think it's super cool and interesting. <laughs> so it's always a good time when we go to the racetrack. So, no better place than to be at a racetrack on a weekend. So, oh, yeah. do you have any marketing partners? Uh, I actually do. Uh, Mayhem Motorsports is really helping me. Um, I have sponsors, uh, Broch Automotive. He helps us with parts, whatever we need, and storing the race cars in the shop. So, it, without them, you know, it'd be pretty difficult. Um, without Mayhem Motorsports, I would have never got in a micro sprint car. So. That is like fantastic opportunity, and honestly, ever since I met him, great opportunities and great things have been happening. And he's helping us out a ton. He's putting a new body on our car, wrapping it for us, and it's just amazing the things that are happening right now. So when I first saw Mayhem on your car, of course, I thought about the TV commercials for Mayhem. And I wanted to ask you about that and, and how that name came about. So is that their business name? Is that their like last name or how did so that? No, 
that actually came out because their business that they were running, it was just like crazy mayhem. And like they were everywhere every weekend. They were at a different track, a different state. They would be driving like hundreds of miles to Arizona, to Oregon. So, and they were racing like 10 different types of cars. They were racing asphalt sprint cars, dirt sprint cars. So it just got like, it was just straight mayhem for them. So then it just like fit perfect for their motorsports team. And they just called it that. And <laughs> I'm just happy well, to be brought on well, that team. I wasn't too far uh, off. Mayhem was yeah. kind of like the TV commercials <laughs> about mayhem. So that's, that's a fun name for a, for a race car team. So yeah, that was, that was pretty cool on their part. So if you've had, if you've had a bad night at the track, what, how do you deal with that? Do you, you know, some people get mad. Some people just say, okay, that's racing. When you have a bad night, what, what, what do you do to get your mind off of it? Get ready for the next week. We've definitely had a lot of bad nights, <laughs> like starting out our beginning of our year, you know, we had we had our nights and we're we're doing a hundred times better now. But our couple of nights, you both our team, we just tell each other, you know, it's racing, it happens. We'll get the car ready and it'll be ready by next weekend and we'll start over. Every time, like my mental attitude, every time I come to the track, it's it's a new day. It's a new race day, it's gonna be new outcomes, it's a different day. So you really just have to forget what happened in the past if it was a bad night and brush it off your shoulder and keep going. Because you really yeah. can't let stuff like that get you down. You, everyone's going to have bad nights and everyone's going to have good nights. So it's right. up and down. You know, right. racing. <laughs> so you said but you went to a race when you were 15. Mm -hmm. Do you remember who won the race? Oh, um, uh, you know what? I think it was uh, Kevin Harvick. And it okay. was the Batman versus Superman race in Fontana. Oh, cool. It was right when the movie was coming out. Do you have a favorite professional driver? Um, I was growing up, I was a Jeff Gordon fan. I was huge because my dad was a Jeff Gordon fan. And I had, when I was a little kid, I had tons of Jeff Gordon shirts and hats and gear. Um, but I think I really have grown on Kyle Larson just because, like, he's from our hometown, Elk Grove. So I really like that. Okay. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Well, my favorite driver is Kyle Busch, so I won't hold Kyle Larson against you because I do like him too, but uh, mm -hmm. they, they've had some uh, interesting interaction in the last few weeks, but um, Kyle, mm -hmm. I, like, I like a lot of the young guys coming up, so it'll be interesting to see who kind of starts to shine here pretty soon. So yeah. um, are you on social media? How can people find out, like, if they want to follow you, if they want to know where you're racing, um, why don't you tell us how they can keep track of you? Um, well, Instagram, definitely. Um, it's just my first and last name. You can look me up. Um, and then my Facebook, I post about a day before the race. It's, it is kind of mayhem with our uh, race team right now because we're all over the place. Um, I'm just trying to get any race I can get every weekend. So but they can definitely follow me on Facebook and I do post a lot and I'll be updating more and more every race. So this race uh, or this weekend, this Saturday, I'll be at Dixon, California and I'll be in a micro sprint. Okay. All right. Sounds good. And then when you, after the races are over, you know that you can always post pictures and how you did on the international women's motorsports association, Facebook page. So we encourage you to do that.
share where you've been or where you're going to be. You can always share that on there too, so that our followers can keep track of what you're doing. Okay. So is there anything I have not asked you about that is part of your race story that I might've missed? Um, you know, I think we covered a lot of it. Just me starting as a young kid, just my dad taking me to the dirt track and it all started there really. I just, and my cousin Tim, if he wouldn't have took me into the dirt track every weekend and put me in that micro sprint, I probably wouldn't have been here today racing. So I got to thank them. And I got to thank my dad and my uncle for inspiring me really to push me to race and do great things. Cause every, every weekend we show up to the track and they truly do push me and they're like, they, they motivate me and they tell me, you know, we're going to go and we're going to do good and we're going to have fun. Most of all, we're always going to have fun, you know, and they always tell yeah. me, you know, if you're not going to have fun, we're not going to do this. Right. So, and I'm when always the, having fun. When it stops being fun, then it's time to find something else because life's too short. I can tell you that I'm much older than you. I could be your grandmother and <laughs> life is too short. Um, you've got to, grab and and do the things that are fun and that bring you joy and so it sounds to me from talking to you that racing of any kind brings you joy and and I love hearing that out of a young lady so yeah, um I, any last thoughts Kylie well I just hope you know more women come into the sport and I encourage young um, female drivers to really get out there with the boys because you know once you're out there they don't know if you're a girl or a boy so I truly encourage young female drivers to get out there and get in the car and don't ever be afraid. And really, I, I was told this all my life to really, if you want something, you go out and get it. You truly follow your dreams because anything can happen, anything at all. And the more, the harder you work, the better it will be. Yeah. Good advice, Kylie. Good advice for sure. So, um, I don't have any other questions for you unless you have anything else. I just want to thank you for being on the show with me tonight. We're going to do a story about you in the magazine coming up in another couple issues here. So we'll be Ooh. in touch and people can read a little bit more about you when we do that story. And uh, sorry about the technical issues, but you figured it out. I'm glad you did. And, and I'm glad you could be with us tonight. So um, you go out there this weekend and you bring home the checkered flag. How's that? I will. I'll tell <laughs> Thank you, you so much. Appreciate uh, this. I'll tell you this. We had McKenna Hassey on, and on that Saturday night, she won the feature. So we're going to say that this is good luck to be on the radio show, and Saturday you're going to win the feature. How's that? Perfect. You said okay. it. <laughs> Thank right. you, and I appreciate for yeah, me. I'm in touch. We want to we want to keep following what you're doing. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Okay. So that was Kylie and she lives in California and you can follow her on um, Facebook and we'll put some links up and some things so that you can see where she's at and what she's going to be doing. So uh, I appreciate that she could be on with us tonight. I'm definitely going to put Placerville on my tracks to go to and uh, go visit my grandson and watch her race at the same time. It's there's nothing like it. I had a conversation with somebody over the weekend. Uh, the lady was from Australia and she was one of the few females at Eldora in the in the pits. And she and her husband were there with Donnie Schatz and he goes to Australia in the winter 
and races over there with them. And then they come here in the summer and we had a nice conversation. And one of the things that she said to me, that's a universal, it's everywhere that you talk to people that are in racing, it's about the people. It's about the people that you meet, the friends that you make. It's about doing things together as a family. Um, there's a lot of other things you could be doing on a weekend that wouldn't cost near the money that it does to, to have a race car. But there's something about doing that with your family on the weekend, being a part of a racetrack family that no amount of money can, can buy. So uh, I hear it over and over every week. It's about the people. So I appreciate Kylie being with us. I appreciate all of you that listen. And uh, we will see you next week.